0: This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food. The wine. The entertainment. The lifestyle. This is Melinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Vane Innovations.
1: And good Saturday to you folks. I'm Belinda Skelton. Welcome to this Saturday's Atlanta Living. Okay, this hour, we're going to be talking about your landscape. And chances are, over the last couple of months, it's changed just a little bit. We've had a lot of storms, a lot of trees have come down, so you might have had a lot of shade with that big oak tree, and now you have some sunshine peeking in. So, I brought in my team of experts at Gibbs Landscape, uh, Peter Kopsis, Vice President and David Gibbs, President, to answer your calls. They were inundated the last time they were here in the studio with me. You can join us on the line at 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. And we can also talk about whether you have plans to redo your landscape, put in new landscape, just spruce, spruce up old landscape, You really want to hire the perfect landscape company for you, and uh, a lot of times you want to go to a big box store, and you want to just buy some hardscape and some plants that you think are pretty and come home and, and do it, but you're not going to always end up with that cohesive look that you found in Better Homes and Gardens or some of your other favorite planting books, and that's where a landscape company and a landscape designer really comes through and pays for itself. So hiring the right person is paramount, isn't it?
2: Yes, it is, Belinda. Thanks so much for having David and I on with you today. We uh, are excited about it, and hopefully we'll have some great information to share with the, with your listeners. Yeah, it is. Uh, something that you really have to look into when you're trying to hire somebody to perform your landscape services, whether it would be design-build, new landscaping like you were, you were saying, or whether it's maintenance services to maintain a garden or a new landscape that a homeowner invested a lot into. Yeah. So the, these things are very important. And, you know, the, the best thing that we can say is there's, there's a lot of good companies in Atlanta uh you need to really find a company that has the proper qualifications uh, you know making sure that uh, the company you know has a has a business license that they have professionals in the company and, and your qualified companies are going to have your horticulturist your landscape architects your agronomist etc yeah
1: but how do you do you just ask them and they say yes they could be lying
2: they they could and I think that when uh, a homeowner tries to get into the selection process you need to kind of go through through some steps. And the steps that I feel like you need to go through is do research on the company, find out how long it's been in business, um, has the company been uh, given awards or they have they been uh, recognized in the community for the, for the work that they're doing. You really want to ask uh, the company about their experience, who you're going to be working with, uh, is the manager uh, someone who has a degree in landscape uh, horticulture or does the person that's coming out to design, is it actually a landscape architect or somebody that just said they're a designer? I mean, these things are important to find out.
1: Okay, so what's the difference in a designer and an architect?
2: Uh, I think that the easiest way to say it is is anybody can say they're a designer and they can come out and start designing. A landscape architect is going to be someone who's degreed from a university. Uh, That is a four-year degree, landscape architecture. And they're really trained in, you know, how everything works, whether it's drainage, um, you know, construction. There's just a lot more that goes into it. But to even take it a step further, you want to have a qualified landscape architect. And to me, that's so important when we're hiring somebody for that position or if a homeowner is looking for that person because you need to have experience to know what plant material works, yeah. what plant material doesn't work. How things are going to work, whether it's a shady, wet environment, drainage is part of any type of project. Okay. So somebody that's experienced has that knowledge and can give you a really good product.
1: Because just putting sod down is not the way I mean, there's a lot of preparation and grading and and prep work before things go in.
2: Yeah, and I mean, if you if you break it down something as simple as putting sod down, people think, okay, let's just put some sod down, and I drive by all the time and watch people that do that, but you really have to think about what kind of sod are we going to use? Is it going to work in the environment we're in? You've got to focus in on how is all the drainage going to work? Everything below ground you don't see has to be engineered where it drains properly. You've got to make sure the irrigation's there, and one of the most important things is when you put sod down is making sure you have good topsoil below it, so you want to have a base layer right there that's organic topsoil so when you do put the sod down it roots in really well versus just laying it down on clay and that'll make a big difference
1: well i can tell you why we're getting lots of rain right now because i put in irrigation in the backyard that's why we're getting great rain right now that's the way it works it's like if you wash if you wash your car then it rains that's why we're getting it now. So if you have questions for my experts at Gibbs Landscape, Peter or David, give us a call, 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. I have Jeff in Jonesboro on the line, gentlemen. Jeff, what's your question?
0: Well, I mean, the process of taking out the second large tree in my front yard from uh Looked like mistletoe or something killed it, and I want to replace them with fairly large trees. I don't want to go through the 50-year growth pattern again that it took. I'm noticing that on one of them a dramatic increase, of course, in heating of the house because it shaded the house so well. I've seen some kind of a uh, machine moving large trees. I just didn't know if it was feasible to do that.
2: That's a very good question. Um, The machine that you're seeing that can install the larger trees is going to be called a spade. And basically what the spade does, once you clean out and take the tree out that that did die or came down, uh, the spade will come in and it digs like a really, really large hole. Then they're able to use the spade to lift a large tree into that hole and have it planted. Uh, you can definitely get it done, and we plant a lot of large trees around Atlanta like that. Matter of fact, there was a client we had who had some tree damage who was over off of Mount Perrin and he had... Uh, everything fall down that screened him on his street and he uh-huh. saw his neighbor and he actually lived on Mount Parents so the road noise was there. Yeah. We used that process to come in and spade in basically 30-foot hollies and create an instant impact screen for him so you wow. can do this.
1: Can you go back in the same place? with? I mean, because that would have left a root system like crazy.
2: Yeah, basically what happens is in the prep part of that, the tree will be cut down, then you'll come in with a grinding machine which is basically called a stump grinder and you'll grind all the stump down, all that material wood chips has to be removed, then you'll be able to plant the tree.
1: Okay. We took one of them
0: out about five years ago, and now that we're taking the second one out, we plan to grind both of them out, but the first one you can just about kick over now.
2: Yeah, it was rotted?
0: Yeah. Yeah. now. Okay. Is that, is that a fairly expensive idea, or...
2: Uh, yeah, you're going to get into more expense when you start using equipment and larger trees. So it's something that you could look into and get somebody to give you some good advice on it, and then you can something make can a good decision on whether it works.
0: It. Something I can call you on and get an estimate on?
2: Absolutely. Call, call us, and we'll be happy to uh, talk to you about that.
1: All right. Thank you very much. And tell me when you're going to do it, because I love to watch stuff like that going on. That just it fascinates me. how much he tells me it costs. <laughs> okay, all right, thanks for your call, Jeff. Yeah, you know, that's always fascinating to see those huge trees coming down the road and then watch them put it in and and what's the likelihood? What's the percentage that that tree is gonna grow? Because I, I guess the larger they are, the, the less percentage that you're going to have to set success?
2: Yeah, you can have less percentage on that, but when these trees are spaded, uh, like we're saying, you have a machine that goes in and it, it digs a massive root ball. So it's so big that it's basically, this, the spade truck's like a crane. You basically can get one tree on it. And you dig that root ball so big and then dig that exact same size hole to put it back in. And most of the time, it is extremely successful when you do it right.
1: Okay, looking forward to that. Let's go to our next call and see if we can help Bobby in Lawrenceville. <clears throat> you all got some problems up there in Lawrenceville, Bobby. What's going on? Well, we
3: have a small backyard, and we want to put some privacy trees back there, but we don't want big Huge trees are going to take up the whole yard. We want something that will go up high, but um, but not uh, large in circumference.
4: Hey, Bobby, this is David. What, else, what trees do you particularly like? Any particular ones?
3: Well, I'm kind of ignorant about all that.
4: <laughs> okay. So you're looking for something not real big, but you want to... I mean, how much area do you want to screen be, out?
3: It's, it's got to be tall because a, 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 we're on a basement, and so we've got to have a tall tree to, to give privacy for the entire house
4: okay I can give you I may give you a number of different ones you know, green giant uh, arborvita provider great um, Nellaire Stevens is super cryptomeria uh, those are really strong um, and you know they're gonna get tall but they're gonna be great and they're gonna be a healthy tree that's gonna last a long time
3: green giant cryptomeria what were the others
4: uh, was uh, Nell Stevens
3: who
4: uh, Nellie Stevens Holly <laughs>
3: Well, I didn't get that first name, but it's Stephen Holley, something. Yeah,
4: that's it. Close enough. Those are really good ones I would throw out there. They're, they're just going to grow faster and cover that area well. Yes,
3: yeah, because we don't want to wait 20 years for it to grow tall.
4: Yeah, just don't space them too close to each other because they'll get crowded out. And then you're going to have problems, so make sure you've got the spacing About just how, right.
3: About how, how wide a space?
4: Well, it, de- it depends, I mean, on the size of it. But you definitely want to on, you know, I wouldn't go too much closer than, you know, five or six feet. I would spread them out a little bit more depending on the size because they will grow together pretty fast. Five
3: or six feet. So, okay. Uh, all right, so that was three you gave me. Green Giant, Um,
4: I can give you some more. I mean, Steeplechase, Arborvita is another good one.
3: Are you going
1: to do this yourself, Bobby? No. Well, just call Gibbs Landscape and have them
3: come out.
4: Yeah, we'd be happy to help you. That's a plan. Okay,
3: okay excellent. We just wanted to take a look at them first and see which ones we prefer.
4: Okay, well, that's a good One idea. I three. mean, check online and look at those, and then that's the best way to do it and see what mm-hmm. you think. And then there's some others, too.
1: Good luck, that, quickly, Good luck with that, Miss Bobby. We're going to have to go to a break. We're speaking with uh, Peter and David with Gibbs Landscape, taking your calls on how to choose the best landscaper, uh, landscape company for your needs. And if a tree has come down in your yard and you're searching for new landscape, give us a call 404 872 0750. More Atlanta Living coming up. And thanks, Scott. I'm getting my own gardening tips from them in the break, so <laughs> I don't have to hang on the line. Uh, we're speaking with Peter Copsis and David Gibbs with Gibbs Landscape and Premier Landscape Company. Gosh, they've won over 250 awards over the years. Uh, They are Consumer Choice Awards winner year after year after year. Uh, We're taking your calls about how to select the landscape company that's suited for you and if you've had trees fall in these storms we've had over the last few weeks and your landscape has changed, give us a call 404-872-0750. Like Keisha in Lathonia. Keisha you're on WSB. How are you today?
0: Woo! I'm wonderful thank you. How are you? Good.
1: Are you on a speaker sweetheart? No I'm not.
0: I'm in my car. All right.
1: Are you driving an 18 wheeler today? I am not. Okay. Alright what's your question?
0: Okay I have a fairly small yard and it's been inundated with weeds. I have more weeds than I have grass, <laughs> and I'm frustrated. I was thinking about just tearing it all up and starting all over, but everybody keeps telling me, no, I can still save my yard. Is that true? And if so, what can I do?
4: Hi, Keisha. It's uh, How much of the yard is actually weeds versus grass? Do you have any idea, like 50% or 75%? Uh,
0: I would say it's about 80 85% is weeds.
4: Yeah, I would I would definitely recommend I mean if it's not a big area, you're talking what, maybe a couple thousand square feet, pretty small area?
0: Um, yeah,
4: yeah. I would recommend just uh yeah, just redoing it and putting some is it a sunny spot? I mean how much sun does it get a day, roughly? It gets plenty of
0: sun. It gets plenty of sun. I have two trees. Um they're not they're fairly tall trees in the front yard. Okay. Um but they're um they're small trees i yep. tell you
1: what, Keisha, I'm going to put you on hold and let David speak with you in the break so we can get your yard taken care of. We're going to take a break. We're speaking with Peter Kopsis and David Gibbs with Gibbs Landscaping. Taking your calls, 404-872-0750. We'll be back right after this.
4: This is News 955 and
0: AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta, the food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by
4: Vane Innovations.
1: And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton, and I love it. Talking home improvement. I could I love having a project always going in my house. And this was what I was just talking to my experts. Peter Copsis and David Gibbs, uh, Peter, Vice President of Gibbs Landscape and David Gibbs President. And uh, we were talking about, you know, when you're hiring a landscaper for the job, a lot of times people divide it up into sections. They don't do the project all at one time. They don't buy it off a $50,000 project. They do it in small increments. And it makes it more affordable. Like, you know, I'm doing a project and and I'm going to subdivide it and do it in small pieces. So it makes it more affordable. Don't be overwhelmed with as much as you have to do. You can do it in small bits as you can afford it.
2: Absolutely, Belinda. And, you know, some of the best advice you can give a homeowner is think about the whole project. And make sure that you have somebody designing that whole project that's doing a quality design. Then, yeah, you may get a project, and let's say it's like you said, that it turned out to be a $50,000 project. You know that project's designed properly, but that's not to say you can't come in and do uh, five uh, sections at $10,000 a piece. Okay, Or 10 sections at $5,000 a piece. But in the end, when you finish the project, it's going to be complete and work right. So sometimes don't get caught up in the guy that's giving you the low price, because usually with the low price, you're going to get low quality. But you can always phase things in, and they look beautiful over time.
1: Because you've designed it as a whole, Mm -hmm. and it has that cohesive look. And just because you're doing it at different times is not going to matter.
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter. And I, and I would tell you, I think we were chatting off air, I would say that 90% of our clients, uh, we work in phases with them.
1: Unless you have the super rich, which, you know, a lot of us do not fall into that category. Okay, let's go to Jeffrey in Snellville. Jeffrey, you're on WSV. How are you today?
0: I'm doing okay. How are you guys doing?
1: Great. So how can we help you?
0: Mike um, backyard goes on an incline about like 70 degrees. I got a creek in my backyard. My front of the lawn, it's, it's lawn, but down towards the end. It gets rocky and I got a lot of tree roots because I got two big trees in my backyard. I'm wondering how can I cover up those tree roots and put some grass down in the backyard.
2: Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, are you saying that you have some large trees in the in, in your backyard where you have tree roots that you're seeing on top of the ground growing?
1: I think they're maple yes, trees.
2: Sir. Okay. I
0: think they're maple.
2: Well, a couple things to think about on this. If you do have tree roots growing under the trees and they spread out into these areas, most likely turf grass is not going to grow up under those trees. Uh, if any turf grass would work in that area, it would be a fescue turf grass, but I would really advise against that. What you want to do is come in with a new design and redefine the bed lines, and maybe start establishing some ground covers underneath those trees. Some right. of the best ground covers to grow in root areas because they're more creepers would be ivy. Uh, you can use vinca. You can use another plant called winter creeper, but those perform really well in that type of
0: area. Okay. Okay.
3: Okay. Thank you.
1: All right. Thank you so much. And maple trees do like to have their roots kind of showing. They're proud of their roots. They do. (laughs) All right, let's quickly try to get some more uh, calls in this half hour. John in Kennesaw. John, you're on WSB. How are you today, sweetie?
5: I'm good, thanks. How are you?
1: Good. What's up?
5: Well, I've got a bank in my backyard that had... uh, Big juniper bushes planted in 15 years ago, and it has become infested with uh, pears and thorny weeds, and uh, it's a big mess. And I'm wondering, is there anything a guy can do with this other than just climb in the middle of it Mm. and start cutting the things out? Um, And assuming that's what you got to do to get rid of them. Is there anything that can be sprayed uh, over the whole bed to keep them from coming back?
4: Hey, John, how much? Uh, how big of an area is this in this juniper? I mean, roughly square foot-wise. It, it's Huge. probably
5: 80 feet long and 25 feet uh, up the slope.
4: Okay, yeah, there, there definitely are some post-emerge products, especially uh, broadleaf or grassy, that you could go purchase. Different you know locations. I would do that because I mean th- that's a that's a job that I don't think you want to tackle, especially in that yeah. juniper.
5: Yep, done it once before and it, it <laughs> yeah. was ugly.
4: Yeah, it, it's terrible. So definitely go to the products now, or have become a lot more just selective in what they go after. And I would just go and ask, and you'll definitely find something. Just be real careful in there because uh, again, you got uh, snakes and all kinds of things going on in there. So be careful when you're in there.
5: Oh, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, biggest fear in laugh.
4: <laughs> okay well thank you all right thank thanks john
1: all right thank you and by the way uh my son now owns a snake and he shed his skin last night i know y'all all want to know it was a big day for us okay uh laurie in woodstock laurie you're on wsb how are you today i'm doing well how are y'all good what you got going on in the backyard
3: I have a pond and waterfall that I put in, and it just kind of looks strange out there in the middle of the mulch and nothing else around it. So I want to plant some plants. It's on the edge of um, trees, some oak trees and pines, so it's shaded most of the day, but then around 3 o'clock it gets full shade. That kind of changes as the season, you yeah, the sun kind of moves around. So I'm not sure what kind of plants I should put back there, given that the sun is kind of I don't know, it's just not full sun, but it's not shaded either.
2: Okay, thanks for thanks for that question. That's something that is a very common question that you'll get. So basically in your backyard you have this pond or waterfall in it, but it's really not uh, landscaped with ornamental plants around it. That's what you were saying, right?
3: Right, we just installed it, so the only thing that's around it is mulch, and it's on a hillside.
2: Okay, so we- the, pond, the pond's on a slope, so it's kind of uh, filtering the water down off the slope? Right. Okay. Well, in this situation, I think that I would recommend that you try to go by some of the advice we're given earlier and try to contract with a quality landscape company to come in and design this area for you. It sounds like you've already made a a substantial investment in the pond and waterfall, and you can definitely come back and do ornamental plantings all around that that will work in these environments that you're talking about. But it's one of those things where you really have to get out there and look at it, uh, come up with the proper design, utilizing plant material, because even within that space, there's different little microclimates. Uh, there could be size factors of height, et cetera, textures on the plant material, but I would have a landscape architect come out and look at that for you and prepare a design.
3: Okay. So how much do you guys charge for that sort of thing?
2: <laughs> well, what I, what I would do is uh, call um, our office, just call Gibbs Landscape, and you can go to gibbslandscape.com. That's the best way to get us on the website, and mm-hmm. you can call us, and um, you know, it would be our pleasure to have one of our architects come out and meet with you. Okay.
1: All right, thank you. Thank, thank you, Lori. So did she start and do this project herself without plan without plans?
2: Yeah, it sounds like that they did the waterfall and I I don't recall if they built it themselves or had somebody do it. Um, But the main thing is, it gets back to what we just talked about, go ahead and get the complete design done, even though you don't put it all in at once. And it it truly is the same as decorating a room inside the house, because it's an outdoor room. You want to get the complete concept design together. And even if you phase in and do the waterfall first, then you come back and do the ornamental plantings.
1: And that's why it looks kind of weird out there right right now. Oh, that just goes back to your, your statement earlier. Uh, Ray and Tifton, you're on WSB. How are you today?
0: I'm doing just fine. How are you?
1: Great. How can we help you?
0: I have what I call sandbirds. and they are everywhere. We can't walk out in the yard with flip-flops, or the the grandbabies won't, uh, won't go out in the yard because of them, and I don't know how to get rid of them, and they... They went from just a very few last year to everywhere this year.
1: Okay. I don't know if we know what you're referring to as sand spurs.
0: Okay. It, it's a little weed that, that grows up and... Do you know what a cocklebur is? No. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, that sticks, to your, that sticks to your clothing.
0: Right, but these are real small and... Uh, I, I don't know what plant they grew on. Uh, I, I guess I guess I should have got more
4: information before I it, called. It looks like a. Are you talking about like kind of like a thorny weed. Is this what this yes. is? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is it? Is it kind of? It's got a kind of broad leaf texture, kind of thorny. Yes. I would. Uh, how, how bad is it? I mean, you got them all in your. Where are they? All in your grass and the beds. Where are they?
0: All, all in the grass.
4: Okay. I would. De- yeah. You could hit that with a post emerge right now. I would go ahead and get it quick. But you could go to. Select post-emerge right now at any of the uh, garden centers and go ahead and hit it. But I'll guarantee it's going to take at least two or three apps to knock that out because it's going to be tough, much more than normal. Yeah. And,
0: and, and they have uh, that – they're real small. There's the little burgers on them that, that come off and stick to you, are real small. But they have real sharp needles on them, also.
4: Oh yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, we haven't, see, yeah. we don't see too many of them in Atlanta. But you're right, South Town, you see them. So try that. But uh, like I said, it's going to take some, 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 you know, s- several apps to knock them out. And it's going to be a slow progress.
1: Okay, put your patience hat on for that one, Ray. All right, we're going to take a break, come back with our last segment. Hang on, Ron. We're going to get to you about those Bartlett pears, and we're going to be doing our McDonald's weekend prize pack when we return. You're listening to Atlanta Living along with my Gibbs landscape experts, Peter Copsis, Vice President, and David Gibbs, President. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB.
4: Now, back to Belinda Skelton.
1: Thank you, Scott. All right, as promised, I'm going to give away the Mc- I actually have two McDonald's weekend prize packs because Dave Baker was lazy and did not give his away. So you all benefit from that. One this hour, Uh, it's a pair of tickets to see Kenny Rogers in concert on June the 19th at Chastain Park Amphitheater, produced by Live Nation, and a pair of tickets to see Train in concert on August the 13th at Verizon uh, Wireless Amphitheater, produced also by Live Nation. And I'm going to (coughs) take Mark. Is Mark in there? No. Okay. Uh, Buford's going to do it. I'm going to take caller number three. Heard, at 404 four zero four seven four one zero seven fifty, caller number three will go away. Take away those two concert tickets uh, for the McDonald's weekend price pack. Okay, so David and Peter, um, if people are looking for a landscape company, we've we've learned a few things. Is it okay to ask a company if you're going to hire them to? maybe go out and see some of their past work at customers' houses, or is that a little too intrusive?
2: I think that that's an excellent question that everybody should do when they're hiring a company. And earlier in the show, we were going through some of the important things to look for in a company, but looking at their work certainly is one of them. Um, And I would say for us, you know, a large percentage of the people that even call in or want to work with us they've seen us working on a job in their neighborhood or one of their friends etc and they've seen the the quality of it and that gets them excited about calling you but that's a really important thing because you know, with with our business, and we, we talked a little bit about what's the difference between a landscape designer and a landscape architect, but this business is a little bit different because anybody can be a landscaper, but then again, there are few that are professional landscapers where you're having these degree type people. And there are some really good companies out there, mm-hmm. but there's a whole lot of companies that I would say are not really good, so that's why you need to be careful with that.
1: Well, your trucks are in front of the, some of the greatest houses, and I had such a tremendous experience with you Uh, couldn't be happier Uh, like I said people were stopping the guys and asking them for business cards Uh, they were working so hard Uh, so where if people want to contact you where should you send them
2: the main thing I would do is go to our website which is going to be gibbslandscape.com, or they can just call our office at 770-432-7761 and there'll be someone there live that can talk to them and help them
1: Okay, coming up next, we're going to switch to the art world with Rob Matry and his new collection of Atlanta classics and a double medium. Stay tuned, you're listening to Atlanta Living.